This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time from your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide. Seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash crunch. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash crunch. Coronavirus pushes folding at home's crowdsourced molecular science to exaflop levels. By Devin Caldaway. The long-running Folding at Home program to crowdsource the enormously complex task of solving molecular interactions has hit a major milestone as thousands of new users sign up to put their computers to work. The network now comprises an exaflop of computing power. That's the equivalent of a billion billion flops or, are you ready, one zero 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 operations per second. 18 zeros, by the way, if you're scoring at home. Folding at home started some 20 years ago as a way, then novel, and pioneered by the now hibernating SETI at home. SETI, by the way, stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, SETI, to break up computation-heavy problems and parcel them out to individuals for execution. It amounts to a crude supercomputer distributed over the globe, And while it's not as effective as a quote-unquote real supercomputer in blasting through calculations, it can make short work of complex problems. The problem in question being addressed by this tool, administered by a group at Washington University in St. Louis, is that of protein folding. Proteins are one of the many chemical structures that make our biology work, and they range from small, relatively well-understood molecules to truly enormous ones. The thing about proteins is that they change their shape depending on the conditions, like temperature, pH, and the presence or absence of other molecules. This change in shape is often what makes them useful. For example, a kinesin protein changes shape like a pair of legs taking shapes to carry a payload across a cell. Another protein like an ion channel will open to let charged atoms through only if another protein is present, which fits into it like a key in a lock. Some such changes, or convolutions as they're known, are well documented, but most by far are totally unknown. But through robust simulation of the molecules and their surroundings, we can discover new information about proteins that may lead to important discoveries. For example, 
What if you could show that once that ion channel is open, another protein could lock it that way for longer than usual or close it quickly? Finding those kinds of opportunities is what this sort of molecular science is all about. Unfortunately, it's also extremely computation expensive. These inter- and intramolecular interactions are the kind of thing supercomputers can grind away at endlessly to cover every possibility. Twenty years ago, supercomputers were a lot rarer than they are today, so folding at home started as a way to do this sort of heavy computing load without buying a $500 million Cray setup. The program has been chugging along the whole time and likely got a boost when SETI at Home recommended it as an alternative to its many users. But the coronavirus crisis has made the idea of contributing one's resources to a greater cause highly attractive, and as such, there's been a huge increase in users, so much so that the servers are struggling to get problems out to everyone's computers to solve. The milestone it's celebrating is the achievement of an exaflop of processing power, which is, I believe, a sextillion, or as I mentioned before, a billion billion operations per second. An operation is a logical operation like and or nor, and several of them together form mathematical expressions, which eventually add up to useful stuff like saying, at temperatures above 38 degrees Celsius, this protein deforms to allow a drug to bind at this site and disable it. Exascale computing is the next goal of supercomputers. Intel and Cray are building exascale computers for the national laboratories that are expected to come online in the next couple of years. But the fastest supercomputers available today operate at a scale of hundreds of petaflops, or about half to a third the speed as an exaflop. And naturally, these two things are not directly comparable. Folding at home is marshalling an exaflop's worth of computing power, but it's not operating as a single unit working on a single problem, as the exascale systems are built to. The exalabel is there to give a sense of scale. Will this kind of analysis lead to coronavirus treatments? Perhaps later, but almost certainly not in the immediate future. Proteomics is basic research in that it's at heart about better understanding the world around and within us, period. COVID-19, like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, ALS, and others, isn't a single problem, but a large, poorly bounded set of unknowns. Its proteome and related interactions are part of that set. The point isn't to stumble onto a magic bullet, but to lay a foundation for understanding so that when we're evaluating potential solutions, we can pick the right one even 1% faster because we know that this molecule in that situation acts like so. As the project noted in a blog post announcing the release of coronavirus-related work, this initial wave of projects focuses on better understanding how these coronaviruses interact with the human ACE2 receptor required for viral entry into human host cells and how researchers might be able to interfere with them through the design of new therapeutic antibodies or small molecules that might disrupt their interaction. If you want to help, you can download the Folding at Home client and donate your spare CPU and GPU cycles to the cause. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. 
Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.